All right, welcome back. Time for Baldry's Beat. Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News. And it is a busy news day today with lots going on, including mandatory vaccinations for federal employees in Canada and air and rail travelers in the country. Yesterday, the B.C. government announced vac- mandatory vaccination for provincial civil servants. A committee formed to explore possible mandatory vaccination for teachers. Okay, a lot to break down here. Keith, let's start with... Um, the federal announcement, mm-hmm. uh, which just came out this morning. Here is Deputy Prime Minister Christian Freeland here uh, announcing these mandatory vaccinations for federal civil servants. Have a listen. Federal public servants in the core public administration must be fully vaccinated by October 29th. This will apply to those who work in the federal government's various departments, the RCMP, Correctional Services of Canada, the Canada Border Services Agency, and many other offices and agencies. Okay, that's got Christian Freeland a short time ago making that announcement. They just put a little more meat on the bone. I mean, this was announced uh, back in August that they were going to do this. Now we're getting some details. We're getting a date. Yeah. And we're getting a breakdown of who's actually covered. And it's a reaffirmation that the traveling public will also be affected here in terms of plane and rail travel. Bottom line is vaccination mandates are expanding. They're not getting smaller. They're going to be uh, significantly larger, and in mar- many more sectors, you mentioned teachers off the top. Yeah. I, I expect uh, there to be a vaccination mandate in BC schools for teachers and administrative staff and uh, support staff. I think that's inevitable that's going to happen. Interesting, yesterday's announcement by the BC government, it's only the core ministries and some of the sort of extended employees like corrections officers I wonder whether it's going to be expanded to crown corporations, whether it's going to be expanded to everything that the government has a hand in. And I think it's inevitable that's where we're going. What about people working on the Site C Dam, big BC Hydro project? And we heard yesterday there was a lot of COVID up there. Dr. Henry was asked about that yesterday. Yeah. Uh, she said, yes, they should be. There should be a, mm. She basically implored BC Hydro to bring in their own vaccination mandate. And the takeaway from the, yesterday's news conference, she is telling employers bring in a vaccination mandate for, for your workforce. Uh, you don't need me to do it. You can do it yourself. Okay, critical information on the rail and travel requirements for for Canadians, and this will affect a, a lot of people. So uh, the government announced, the federal government announcing here this morning, there will be a period when people who are in the process of getting vaccinated can show a negative COVID-19 test in order to travel by air and rail. But by the end of November, November, testing will no longer be an option before boarding. So that would mean that if you're taking a flight or uh, a ride on a via train. rail or train, you got to show negative, you got to have proof of vaccination. That's right. Right. And it's going to be across the board and it's uh, there's going to be no exceptions to this. And this is, uh, again, as I say, the vaccination mandates are expanding in scope and there's yeah. just no getting Big out time. of the way of this. Yeah, Justin, here's Justin Trudeau a short time ago announcing that you will need that proof of vaccine to, to travel by air or rail. By the end of October, Everyone 12 or older on a plane or train within Canada should be fully vaccinated. There will be a short period where people who are in the process of getting vaccinated can show a negative COVID-19 test. But by the end of November, if you're 12 or older and want to fly or take the train, you'll have to be fully vaccinated as will staff. Okay, so as you mentioned, this was promised effectively by Trudeau during the recent federal election. So we're now getting the details on how this is going to work. Do you expect any opposition or fights over this? Like I noted that, you know, Christian Freeland was very specific about the RCMP 
that RCMP officers would be required to be vaccinated. The RCMP union has come out against that. Is this going to be a fight? Well, we'll see. I mean, nobody's taken it to court in any jurisdictions that I'm aware of. You've got the BC Nurses Union is upset. They haven't done anything about it. Uh, Public Service Alliance has issued a statement expressing concern of how does this actually work with people being put on unpaid leave. And we've seen no other union reaction uh, in terms of um, they may be upset about it, but they're not taking any action to fight it in court. And unless you go to court... It's too bad. I mean, this is just the way it's going to be. I already got some emails from listeners this morning saying that they noticed that part of the announcement this morning was that uh, federal civil servants will have to declare their vaccine status. So not necessarily show proof up front, but sign a declaration. And some people are saying, well, well, if you don't get the vaccine, couldn't you just simply lie and say that you are vaccinated when you're not? Now, in, in the answer to that is... Uh, there will be random audits, mm-hmm. uh, the government announced this morning, the federal government, and that managers will be able to ask for proof of vaccination at any time. And anyone who has lied or provides a, pr- produces a fake document uh, could, re- could re- face a punishment and sanction. Yeah, so in B.C., for example, in the legislature here, any of us who work in the legislature, we have to show proof of vaccination to a certain person, uh, you, to your manager, uh, in the Prescari's instance, it's just a human resources person in a nearby building, but you have to be, and they want to, they're keeping a list, and you have to be on that list and able to enter the building. And that's probably going to be this, the way it's going to work in, in ministry buildings in BC, and I suspect in federal ministry buildings as well. Okay, let's talk about the provincial mandate. So, provincial civil servants, as you mentioned, facing mandatory vaccination 30,000 of them or so by November 22nd full vaccination status uh so right now a lot of civil servants have been working from home so that wasn't really an issue but uh starting November 22nd you have to show up to work in most government jobs at least 3 days a week and but in order, order to do that to come into the office you're going to have to show proof of vaccination and you only you only do it once. You know, it's not like you're checked every day. Once you show proof of vaccination, you're vaccinated, and that's you're fine. It's not like you become unvaccinated on the next day. So, that's going to be enforced. Okay, how about teachers? What's the status of that right now? There's a committee. There's uh, they're looking at it. Uh, strong indications yesterday from uh, Stephanie Higginson, the president of BC Tr- School Trustees Association, Dr. Bonnie Henry, all seem to be talking about trying to figure a way to make this work. And it's interesting that with teachers, some data came out yesterday from Health Minister Adrian Dix. It was very interesting. So he released the immunization rates, vaccination rates for long-term care home workers. By and large, about 95% or 94% of first-dose vaccinations in long-term care home workers in Vancouver Coastal, Vancouver Fraser, and Vancouver Island. A little lower in the interior, but noticeably lower vaccination rates in the north, which has been a problem. Uh, they're going to release data uh, soon, hopefully, about the general um, healthcare sector vaccination rates. I suspect the the low rate in in healthcare in long term care will be mirrored in healthcare in the north, and it'll be interesting if the teachers have a lower vaccination rate in the north because oh. other uh, occupations obviously do. Dawson Creek is struggling to get about sixty five percent vaccination when the rest of the province is a first dose approaching ninety percent. It's a real Gee. problem. And uh, it's going to be interesting whether the, the, um, the, if there is a vaccination mandate for teachers, is it district by district or is it province-wide? I suspect it's district by district, and I have a feeling it's not going to mean much up north. Really? So you mean like teachers in the north might not be required? 
Well, if if it's a district by district, it's going to be up to the district, and it's going to be up to the Board of Education. Um, You look at Dawson Creek, the the Chamber of Commerce here has come out against vaccinations, mandatory vaccinations. It's not a big leap of logic to assume the school board has the same view. Yeah. I mean, there's the there's not a strong support for vaccinations in Dawson Creek, in Vanderhoof, in Enderby. Uh, Fort St. John is starting to get better to their credit, but some of these towns are struggling with the vaccination rule, and I would assume that it's going to be a struggle to get healthcare workers and teachers. I vaccinated. mean, if you get into a situation where you've got a school district where, say, one-third of the teachers are unvaccinated and then facing potentially being fired if they don't want to get vaccinated... That's a big problem for the school system. It is. But at the end of the day, I maintain, I, I think there's a lot of rhetoric and a lot of people stomping their feet and not a lot, but some at these rallies. If you face the consequences that you have to walk away from a $60,000 a year job with benefits and pension because of something you read on the internet, I don't think a lot of people are going to do that. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. Now, does this explain why they're doing a committee right now? Like, There's a lot of COVID outbreaks in schools right now. Why don't they just go ahead and just say, okay, this is it, mandatory vaccination for teachers. But if if there's some tricky regional challenges, does this explain why they're doing a, a committee process? Well, everything uh, in education is a committee. I mean, there's been an ongoing committee since day one in the pandemic uh, with all the proverbial stakeholders. And again, there's a bit of a panacea to this. If every teacher got vaccinated tomorrow, and I think most teachers are vaccinated, they mirror the the, the, the general population. We're at 90% vaccination. No reason to think teachers aren't there as well. Yet the the young kids under yeah. 12 are not vaccinated. They are the kids getting the virus right now. Uh, yeah. So that's, getting teachers vaccinated is not going to stop that from happening. All right, welcome back to the show as we continue talking about the mandatory vaccinations announced this morning by Prime Minister Justin Trudeau for federal civil servants, also travelers by Aaron Rail. Yesterday, a BC mandate for provincial civil servants, mandatory vaccination, 604-280-9898 is the number to call, star 9898 on your cell. Mark and Delta, hi. Hey, guys, quick one. Um, BC ferry workers and uh, passengers, are they going to be part of this mandate? Not right now, no. Um, but uh, don't be surprised if that is part of the mandate down the road. Like I say, this is getting bigger. It's not getting smaller. There's going to be more and more people captured by th- this this mandatory vaccine rule at various uh, government uh, levels. But we're not at the BC Ferry stage yet. Well, as BC Ferries, did the NDP put them back into government no. like make them a Crown Corporation no. again? No, no, no. no. So and Crown Corporations are not covered by the, what was announced yesterday. Right. This is only core... Uh, government uh, ministries and some extension liquor distribution branch, for example, government liquor stores, uh, corrections officers, um, they're covered by this, but yeah. the, the broader public sector is not covered by this. Okay, Brittany in Aldergrove. Hi. Brittany. Yes. Go ahead. Uh, hi. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty concerned about this. I I'm not sure how this is going to go. I think we're going to have a pretty long, cold winter. I think there's going to be a lot of um, opposition and striking and such. Like, I just feel this is a bit of an overreach, and uh, especially for kids and everything with getting the vaccine. I, I don't see why parents can't and kids can't choose to wait. It seems well. Kids are kids are not requ- not required to receive the vaccine that's, that's going to change probably in november or vaccines are, the wide expectation is vaccines will be approved for 12 and under sometime november december and then yes you will be uh, but i don't think it's going to be a requirement to go to school to be vaccinated because we don't have that for other other uh, viruses or diseases but what about you know like the the bc nurses union at one point warned they were opposed to mandatory vaccine because if you had to fire these unvaccinated nurses 
it will cause the healthcare system to crash, in the words of the union. Yeah, well, uh, again, so, no one's been fired, and I don't yet. expect anybody to be fired. I, they, they faced a huge backlash on social media from their own membership saying, what, what are you talking about? We're all vaccinated. There's very few unvaccinated people. Uh, in the nurses' union. Well, we don't know exactly how many are unvaccinated. Well, I would, unvaccinated. I, there's no reason to think it wouldn't be match. The, what about in the, the no, what about in the north though? That's like, that's where the that's exactly right. That's where the concern is, as I mentioned earlier. So you got a noticeable difference between vaccination rates in long-term care homes in Metro Vancouver in the island versus the north. And I talked to Adrian Dix about this yesterday. There is a concern that could be a problem with nurses. Now, again, the, right now it's voluntary. If it does become mandatory, or the bet is that nurses or anyone else covered by this will not walk away from a, a nice paying job with uh, uh, good benefits and a pension just because of something they read on the internet. Let's go to Roland on the line in Surrey. Hi. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, I just want to let you know that I've been traveling for work now uh, into the States every week. I go down the States on Thursday and come back on Sunday. Uh, I I am so thankful that 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 Trudeau wants to make everybody who travels by air and have vaccinations. It's awesome, mm-hmm. you know. At this point, when I go to the states, you don't know what you're going to run into. But I will also say that when I'm on a plane, everybody is wearing a mask, whether they want to or not. They're wearing a mask, and I, because I'm sitting on full planes now, I'm not getting a cold. Uh, other people aren't sniffling like I used to be. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, you know, choice is one thing, but understanding that we all have a part to play, mm-hmm. and we can't play that part if you guys decide to go to the darker sides of the of the internet to to look for justification that you don't want to do something that you think you don't want to do. Yeah, it doesn't go, make any sense point. to me. I don't believe it. Great point. Well, and thank you for the call. You know, one of the funny th- things or ironic things right now is I'd rather be in a group of Americans in Canada than I would want to be in a group of Albertans because you know every American in that group is fully vaccinated, and they're, they're a safe group of people. Alberta has a low vaccination rate, particularly in parts of northern Alberta, with a, just like northern B.C., really low vaccination rates, not a safe place to be. Yeah, and because if there's an American in Canada and they've come into the country, they're required to show exactly. proof of vaccination you know before vaccinated. they get I it. I just met some Americans on the front steps of the legislature and you know, reminded me that, yes, these people are fully vaccinated. Squeeze in one more. Mark and Delta. Go ahead, Mark. Hey, guys. Good morning. Hey, so when all these uh, civil servants, nurses, police quit, you know the plan is is to bring in the military, right? Yeah, you right. Yeah, that, no, that's right? exactly the plan. You've, You've hit it right on the head. Right? Hey, I yep. want a fairy speech. You got inside info? You Nazi collaborator? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, he nailed me to the quick. <laughs> he got, yeah, he, he got, got it. He got, got it. It's yeah. a giant conspiracy. The caller is absolutely <laughs> right. This is all about bringing in the military and destroying your civil rights. <laughs> on that note, we'll, well leave look, it till tomorrow. You know, guess like in New York State, they brought in mandatory vaccination for some uh, yeah. public servants, and I think they fired like fourteen hundred of them yesterday. Yeah. So I mean, some people will lose their jobs. Some people like will. If, if they're I, I, if they're really determined not to take the vaccine. Well, I think the willful ignorance is much grander in the United States than it is in Canada. But there's going to be pockets of the North. You know, you're going to see people leave their jobs.